1: Flushcare.com/slash/weight-loss. Visit No One Likes Us Clothing for all your Millwall clobber. UK Achtung,
0: Millwall.
2: Hello, dear listeners. This is all new, isn't it? This is Nick Hart speaking. A bit of a tryout, an acting test space, broadcasting live to the world. Um, Neil and I have just been talking about Spaces on Twitter, which apparently is this kind of live broadcasting malarkey. So I thought we'd um, give it a quick go. I'm just waiting for Neil to join the call. <laughs> I don't know them research into this whatsoever and it's all very new it's it's a bit of a a wonder of the internet isn't it wow look at this there's loads there's matt richards there's there's terry there's uh incumbent liar mute everyone yes <laughs> um so we've done very little in the way of research to uh you know to produce any kind of show but i thought it'd be worth giving it a go and trying to give this give this a, a try and see if there's anything that can we can do pre match or post match. I'm just trying to unmute Neil at the moment. I want to unmute him. I'm gonna unmute him. <laughs> Oh dear, what a carry on and it's all done live and there's loads of people listening to me. Oh dear, this is this is very um very embarrassing. Any Hello I've yep. got you Neil. How about that mate? Okay. <laughs> hey, <monster. laughs> This is this is this is a test call, listeners. I've got we've got a bunch of people listening to. And I'm speaking to um like, to nobody, and I've I'm, I'm des- I've somehow muted Neil, and now I've got him unmuted. So this is fantastic. Welcome to the show, Neil. Yeah, no, well,
3: we've got some rugby fans in. Yeah. <laughs> <Has this> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: you listening
2: to me, <laughs> Try and work. And well, I mean, that, it's the first time <laughs> we ever pressed these buttons. And I thought, well, The whole thing, uh, you, uh, you do a test call and suddenly you've got like a, what, I suppose about 12 people listening to us. It's all very, very <laughs> weird. So, um, neither do I. The reason we're doing this, listeners, neither do I. Got to um, weigh up whether we can do a live show. <laughs> it's not been a good start so far, to be absolutely honest. Um, as, as as a kind of a tryout for our Friday something for the weekend um, format, and we're probably going to do it on Thursday. But, um, this this is um, very much dipping our toe into the water, Neil, isn't it? I mean, blimey, uh, yeah, it's a bit scary. Yeah, We're going
3: to balls. Yeah, we're going to balls this up a few times, aren't we, before we get anywhere? Well, here. anything absolutely. as poor as we normally
2: put out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh, I was a request here. What's this request? Uh, Richard, Tomlin. What's... Richard, you're requesting, so I presume that means you want to speak. So, how um, does a speaker? <laughs> That's how it works. Richard, can you hear us? Talk how to us. N- how are you doing? Uh, I'm good, mate. <laughs> this is this is this is um, this is like being given um, a toy as a kid and not knowing what you're doing. How are you, mate? Thanks for joining this this test call. It's meant to be just Neil and I talking to each other, but I didn't realise people would come and wanting to talk to us. But welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome, <laughs> dear listeners. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Did you go? Did you go Saturday, mate? We did. Much marked it... improvement. Yeah. Still not
3: sure though. He knows what he's doing.
2: Well, there's a question.
3: I think he probably knows what he wants to do, but does he know what he's doing going to four four two? Is probably another thing, isn't he?
2: I think I, I, I wonder. I mean, we've said this a few times on the shows, uh, Richard. Whether he, he's been kind of dragged into this formation change, isn't he? The four man defence. It's like. Um... You know, he hasn't done it willingly, he keeps talking about free uh, whatever you 532, 352, five, whatever the variation of it is, and he keeps talking about wanting to go back to that in the, in the interviews, and it, yeah, I think we said it last week, Neil, didn't we, that if you don't believe in something, will you, well, you stick with it? I, I don't know. Um, um, so I'm, I'm also trying to negotiate the um, the command module of this, of this thing called Twitter Spaces, <laughs> which I'm which I've never seen before in my life, listeners, and you seem to press buttons on it, and it does the reverse of what you expect it to do. It's like having a... Anyone remember Captain Scarlet? He used to have a car that where the steering wheel located the wrong way round, and he drove off of a TV screen. This is this is brilliant.
3: This is brilliant, chaps. I love uh, this. Enjoy... It's just absolute
2: chaos. Uh, okay. It's brilliant. I can't, I can't <laughs> lend my name to this kind of production, listeners. This is like doing my professional... Well, what little reputation I have is he's he's doing it in. It's um,
3: yeah. Well, this is like having Scott Malone security. in central
2: defence. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, Scott, if you're listening, mate.
2: I know you Show can't... a little positivity. We've got people wanting to speak to us. This, this is this is fascinating, listeners. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to 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 a Derby. Oh, Derby from America. I'm gonna try Derby out. Oh amazing. Let's let's see what Darby, are you are you there? Can you hear us? I can, yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me. Hey! <laughs> all the way from Houston, Texas. yeah Wow. This is fantastic. <laughs> I this this is the first time we've used such a, a, a thing as a Twitter space. So I've never I've never come across it before. And um I'm not sure I will again, Darby. So make the most of this opportunity to speak live to us. How are you? <laughs> How are you, darling? You good?
3: I'm doing really, really
2: well. Well, yeah, the, yeah.
3: MLS is is off to the playoffs, and Houston is out as normal. I think we finished uh, bottom of the Western Conference again. Right. Um, and so, yeah. So I'm just keeping up with Millwall.
2: That's very. That's a very Millwall season, actually. For uh, the, the, the I forget the name. The Houston the, 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 Dynamo. The Houston Dynamos. Um, so yeah, very very Millwall um season out there. Um this is this is wonderful stuff. There's other people wanting to talk to us. I'm gonna try Monty Follett, Monty Phillips' dad, Lawyer Lion. This is interesting. Excuse me a second, Derby. I'm gonna to go to Monty Phillips' dad now and see what he wants to say. I'm not sure I'm cut out for this kind of live radio <laughs> um, it's very stressful, listeners. I don't. Know. I, 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 I take my hat off to Aaron Paul, who, do, who does this for a living. I mean, he's got a producer that, that filters people coming through. So, um, we, we, I'm sure we're going to get some right lunatics coming on. on the call. Actually, you
3: Actually, could I ask? Could I ask Darby if he remembers Adrian Siriu because he had a couple of spells at uh, Houston Dynamo?
2: Did he? I didn't know that. He Adrian Serio, yeah, remember look, him? Derby used to have a very long throw. He, he, he was he was able to throw the ball inordinate lengths, and uh, famously one from it was inside the middle half. He threw against Leicester, I think, was not it? Lee? He, he threw the ball into the Leicester penalty area from inside our own half.
3: It wasn't quite inside his own half, but he actually probably actually created chaos, and we actually won the game one so nil. I think I. Uh, I think it was Dennis Wise scored, was it? From that. I
2: can't remember.
3: It created absolute havoc in the middle of the penalty area and somebody put it in. Yeah, no, but well Adrian Siriu had two. Remember him,
2: Derby? Remember remember, uh, Adrian Siriu? I do not remember
3: him as a player. And I I don't think he was at Houston. I think
2: he was in Dallas. Right. There we are.
3: Uh No, he was also in Houston, March 2006. Wasn't he? And in two thousand and ten, uh, according to the Millwall hoops which is uh, the the Bible. Yeah, it's available on the Amazon.
2: Bible of.
3: Right, so I, I I see that now, and he was he was a little before my time, but I will say we've actually got um oh I can't recall his name right now, but we have a a staff a, a member of our staff right now that that was Millwall. Really,
2: at, really? at one point, right.
3: I'm going to have to go figure Who's... that out. Yes, so am I. Yeah. Well, I'm about to have a look. Uh, you
2: can't, you can't, you, can, you can't tease us with that, Darby, and then not say, then, 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 not drop the name. Yeah, no. You know?
3: Yeah, no, I'm looking, I'm
2: looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm, I'm going to reinvite <laughs> Monty Phillips's dad because he's been hanging on. Uh, Lawyer Lion, can you hear us? Monty Phillips dad, Are you out there, mate? Hello, hello. Monty uh, Phillips yeah. dad.
0: Oh, I know. What a ridiculous name. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, is this going to be a yeah. Nick? Is this going to be a regular thing? I mean, it's so successful. My my my, my, uh, my, uh, my
2: my nerves are shot already. Uh, th- is it Monty? Is no, it,
0: it's
2: David. Th- actually, it's David. David. <laughs> yeah. My, my nerves are shot through, David, at the moment because i don't know Love what i'm thing. doing we, neil and i set out just to do a test call to see how this thing works right and um it's sort
0: of thrown it's, a bit well you're
2: hearing you're hearing the consequences that, that, that. of it right now. We're, <laughs> so I've got no notes I've got, I've got the laptop in front of me but um, every time we introduce
0: it's all, a... it's all on the hoof then on oh, no, what, yeah. what about this this thing about Rowett going to West Brom have you seen that kind of thing
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Harry, Harry Warren has said he's, he'll run him up there apparently he's got
0: yeah well Harry
3: Warren is actually stalking <laughs> outside where he lives <laughs> so, we can actually, so we can actually drive him up there the second
2: does this does this th- mean, does this story th- have any basis in any kind well, of facts, or, I, or is it just like a
0: I have I I have heard and of course this is one of these classic you know I've heard it... where from yeah. but I have heard that he that he that he was apparently interested in the job over the summer right or no yes yeah, so there was some route or maybe last year before Bruce got the job right uh, partly because of the fact that he 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 lives in the midlands doesn't he or his yeah, they're, they're That's right. there, yeah yeah, yeah now his family uh... haven't actually
3: moved down here there was actually some speculation that that his agent had touted into, I think yeah. it was Sunderland,
2: right.
0: last year as well. Okay. Yeah. I su- so maybe maybe that's where it comes from. But I mean, he's now been with us, is it exactly three years? It's coming it's up the third October
2: November. 2019 he joined us, so it will be, uh, yeah, pretty
0: yeah, much, three years. yeah.
2: Um, and I suppose it's one of those internet-style rumours that no one can actually find any basis for it, other than the fact it all adds up and two and two to make four. I think it was in
3: the Daily Mirror yesterday. Was it? I think think it originally started in the Mirror. And then those clickbait websites have picked
2: mm. up on it, and uh, I. It's yeah. oh, strange. I mean, I mean, obviously Harry's gone round to the petrol station, and spent hundred quid on petrol to <laughs> to take him up 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 the M1. Um, I I don't know. I mean, it's a few people have said over over time. Um, would we get any better? I I don't know. Um, for my, for myself, I I don't actually have. Um, I don't have strong feelings about Gary Rowett. I don't know if um, any, of the, uh, any of the listeners out there do as well. Um, certainly, the football has become very, at times, very dull this season, particularly. But overall, in the three years, it's got progressively duller and duller and duller. It started, started off okay, didn't it? But it's gone.
0: Yeah, but I think, I think the, the problem for most, for most fans, including myself, is that we had high hopes in the summer. He bought well, good squad, better quality. And so far, admittedly, it's only after 13 games, and there's a long way to go. Yeah. Are just underachieved, and I think a lot of fans had, you know, when we were when we first got back into the championship, what was it, five seasons ago? Everyone was fairly sort of relaxed and 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 understood that the aim was to stay in the championship, and the sort of football we served up was secondary because survival was everything. The board have backed him, given him a lot of money, and I think people now expect more. And the football, frankly, this season has not been very entertaining. Um, and as you I think in many of your po- in many of your um, podcasts, Nick, you know, you've said you've come away thinking, "I'm not really very excited by this, even if we've won." No, And I, that's the problem. I think
2: I'm, I'm going to bring, I'm going to invite Harry to come. <laughs> I'm
0: going
2: to invite Harry. Um, Harry but,
0: Gary Routs best friend.
2: Harry Gary Routs best friend. Um, you
3: know, to be honest, I think that I think our expectations have been raised, and that Gary Routs to a certain extent is a victim of, of his own success. Uh, that for the last couple of seasons we have finished quite high in the league and and that's built some kind of uh, some kind of hope in the, in the uh, amongst the supporters really isn't it amongst us all and uh, yeah, and then as soon as you start to recruit, and you start to recruit well in the summer, you start to think
0: that, oh, Christ, it's on here, and then you get drawn into it, yeah. don't you? That's the Millwall way, isn't it? I mean, we always get our hopes up in the summer. It's all going to be fantastic. You know, everyone goes to the den. You know, it's nice and sunny in August. We beat Stoke 2 nil, and then it's downhill from there.
2: <laughs> well, that's the Millwall way, Dave, isn't it? Um, right. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen He's nothing. In. He's in. Is he in? Is he? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm... Yeah. Well, I'm new. Seriously. This is
4: this is far too this is far too young for me, Nick. Oh, oh, oh. what is, what are we well, doing here? <laughs> what, what, this is. I mean, where the I, other place speaks.
2: <laughs> yeah, well,
3: this is chaos, and this is Nick's idea. It, well, yeah, it was just my idea to do it now.
2: I actually set out. Front. I was. I was. The idea of this, just to be up front for everybody listening to this, this chaotic um, thing, is that I thought it might be nice to have other speakers come on when Neil and I do our Friday show. If we did it in the evening, um, to to do that, and then maybe have the odd person coming making intelligent points, like like Dave's done here, actually. Um, yeah. Only, only—it's the first time I've ever touched this this command kind of module thing that I'm looking at. <laughs> I really, really, listeners don't know what I'm doing, and it's all live. Martin Tylo, apparently is um, coach at at uh, Dartford FC. The the Sky commentator—he coaches at Dartford FC. But as he would say, it's totally live. Does he really
4: so, coach at Dartford?
2: Yeah, there was a picture of I, I, I follow Dartford FC because I do the non-league stuff. So. Um, he was there as a, like an assistant to the manager. I can't remember the manager's name at Darfur, but he's 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 like a uh, assistant manager, coach, whatever, whatever you help. want. <laughs> so, um, and it's so this is it. It's life, anyway. Harry, the the question arises about Gary Rowett, and oh, um, Dave, Dave, Dave's asked about the uh, the, the rumours that he might be, um, in, he might be interested in the West Bromwich Albion job. Whether they are interested in him in, is the uh, open question. I think His agent is interested in him getting the West Bromwich Albion
4: job. I mean, yeah. on, on a on a Mid, on a Midlands tour, I mean, it's one of the stops he hasn't been to, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I,
2: I, I, I said you've spent hundred quid of petrol filling up your I, car, yeah, ready, yeah, ready to run him up what
4: there. Yeah, I'd I'd, 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 I'd drive, drive him. him I'd drive him. I'd drive him there tomorrow. i I'll drive him there now. If it. not, a, if he if he does go, we will. Let's be honest. There are better managers than the one we have now out of work. Whether or not we can afford them is another question. But if we're purely looking at uh, uh, this person doesn't have a job, we have a have a manager that you know could leave and go somewhere else.
0: Achtung, Mailball.
3: Jimmy Nielsen. She she just posted a message saying it's Jimmy Nielsen. I don't think did he. I th- I'm not sure he ever played for the first team, did he?
2: I'd have to look up the book. Have to look up. The yeah,
3: book. yeah but Luckily on. as I wrote it, I can tell you. I don't <laughs> think he did. Think
2: no, he did no, that op- that no appearances. Yeah, no. no appearances. Yeah, no. Goalkeeper <laughs> Gary Rowett. Gary Rowett. Um, let's let's talk about him because a lot of people have tuned in and expecting something out of us. Um, I don't know if these rumours to West Brom hold any water. Um, some out there would love the idea of. I mean, Harry's on the, on the call at the moment with us. And Harry, you've never been a fan of of Gary Rowett, so um, I think there's quite a few around the mill scene that would fall into into your camp. Personally, I'm quite. Uh, ambivalent about him, really. I don't really... I, I, I neither care about him one way or the other as long as the football is entertained. Now, that's the thing that's gone down the pan, in my opinion. And if he were to go, would you care? I probably wouldn't care very much, which maybe maybe sends a message. I, I don't know. Um,
4: if Millwall, isn't anything, Millwall is nothing without um, without emotion. Like, the club thrives on the emotion. So the fact that you feel nothing... For me, is damning in itself. Yeah,
2: oh. well, that, but then I'd say that about a lot of management in the past. H. Um, I, I liked Kenny Jackett. He, he somehow he felt one. Well, he felt part of um, this this nebulous thing called the Millwall family. Um, to some extent, obviously Neil Harris is a club legend, so he occupies a very special place anyway. Although the, by the end, when the football was going down the pan, he was he was taking quite a bit of abuse himself, uh, same as in their time. Ryan Macca did as well. towards the end of their time? Um, Mark McGee. I, I think. I think I put um, Gary Rowett in a kind of a Mark McGee category. whether Mark McGee achieved success in that? <laughs> um,
4: that, that, that fleeting, that fleeting, fleeting word, fleeting.
2: The <laughs> fleeting word. I mean, that is that McGee when he went. Did I care about it? Not really. Um, it I was.
1: Think, it, I think the it thing is with like Gary Rowett. Sorry, it's, it's like. Like me personally, but, but it's a bit involved with him and not the fans, he does get results, but he, he doesn't know how to get the fans on board, he doesn't know how to bring the fans as our 12th man, like with Jacket, with Harris, but, but knew how to bring the fans on board, and I think that's the biggest thing with Rowett is yes, he's a, I, think, mm-hmm. I I personally think he's a good cool. manager, he's a good championship manager, but he doesn't, there's no emotional attachment with Gary Rowett, because he doesn't he, he just doesn't, he, 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 he talks rubbish sometimes, as yeah. we all know and he just doesn't bring the fans on, on, on board. Yeah, he, he, he does talk rubbish a lot, hundred percent, Harry. He just, I don't know. In like my opinion is, 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 I do think he's a good manager. Don't get me wrong. I think he, I think he's done quite well for our club. But he doesn't, he doesn't understand our club. And I've said this from day one. He doesn't. Like last year when we played Stoke and he was on about, oh, it's chaos. We love chaos. Like, like, you know, you know, well, we, we what we want, we want. chaos. Yeah, you know, you know, we want, more, <laughs> we want more. of what you're doing right now, like the little live show. We love, we love chaos as Millwall fans, and and he just doesn't understand that. And in, in my opinion, if we had another manager who was the same, you know, same sort of tactics as him, I, I, I don't think it's the tactics. I think if we have the same sort of manager as him, but just understood the club, I do think, I do think we can unleash unleash this team and just do really well in the league. I think we, could, I think we could be up there in the top six. It's just he it's, doesn't understand the club. That's, that's it, my
2: biggest thing about it. Here's a question I, for everyone. They've got a question for everyone listening to this show, actually, and, and certainly those that I've managed to somehow to allow to speak. Um, the, we, we keep talking about unleashing this team. Is there an attacking side? Uh, what formation would we, would we send this team out now? We've got the likes of Zion Fleming, we've got Tyler Bury, we've got uh, uh, Andreas Vogel, Sammer up front. Do we have an attacking, a basis for an attacking side, or are we really just talking about four man defense like we had on Saturday? And, um, you know, business as it is as it is, continuation from Saturday's approach, if that makes think, any sense I
3: think part of his problem is that because he's recruited players for for the formation that he wanted to play we're short on a winger so, mm-hmm. yeah, so he agreed, has to play agreed. so he has to play Vogel Slammer out wide when yeah. he's obviously he's going to be far better in the middle I would quite like to see him play two up front, and then maybe play Fleming or even Bury in behind. Might that work a little bit more? Because, yeah, yeah, but it's quite obvious if you, yeah, but if you watch the games, Vogel Slammer is absolutely wasted out on the wing.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think he's number nine. He's always played in the number nine position in in, in the German leagues. I think, I think he, he he's tall enough. He's strong enough to get the flick to get the flick-ons, get the knockdowns. I think he would be a perfect number nine for us. It could, could complement Bradshaw, a fobe anyone up front, up front quite well. But I don't know. Benny I, it's, 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 it's just I, he's I, very just...
3: strong. He's a he very is. very strong player. You can see that, and and I just think that putting him out wide, it's square pegs for round holes situation, which has been which has been something that Rowett has done quite regularly look, with look, this side.
4: Can I just make a point that you know this is this is he's doing? He has created this problem for himself because anyone anyone could see that when Jeff Wallace went, there was only one real and leap letting Conor Mahoney leave at the same time. Regardless that Conor Mahoney, in my opinion, wasn't good enough, it still left you with no player out wide right. Also, the fact you're relying on Mason Bennett, who's basically a plaster of Paris, uh, when it comes to injuries. <laughs> You know, if he plays plays more than 60 minutes in a week, you've had a good week out of it. So, you know, if you're expecting (laughs) him to be part of your forward line, you know, it's stupid. You know, you are harsh. (laughs) It's true, though. (laughs) 60 minutes, what he does in those 60 minutes, he's a very good football player. If he could stay fit all the time, he would not be at Millwall Football Club. That's a simple thing. That's definitely right. Yeah, well, I do actually agree with that, I must admit. When he's good, he's, he's He's brilliant, right? And he and he kind of gets a little bit of us. He gets a bit of needle every now and then, and you can really see it because there's not a lot of people that are like that in the team. But Gary Rowett on transfer deadline day decided, hmm, what do I need? I need another left back so I can have three of them, so I can play for... I've got a, and I end up now pushing Stoles, who was voted, what, top 20, under 20? Last season, more of them will power though. though it's fucking madness. It's linking back to what you're saying about um, square pegs, round holes. That's what he does. He has well, been be- his best results at the club have been when he has had less. When we give him more, he is a worse manager, which is absolutely ridiculous. But the, the, the results speak for themselves when it comes to that. The problem that I have with it is that teams have worked to out the the five at the back and we've not been particularly great this season um, at at Defendion as we all know. And and when we look to go forward, he's limited by the limitations of the squad in terms of we don't have anyone to play out on the right hand side. So it is what he's gonna be. The problem the problem is is hopefully if we don't have Gary rowe in charge, the next manager will inherit that problem. Um but maybe you will change formation. Maybe yeah, but... <clears> that manager <measure throat> will change formation to suit. But Harry, that's good. But are there are there candidates out there really realistic
0: ones who yeah. are going to be improvement on Gary Row? I do think there is. Yeah. Oh, uh, have, who we, would you? Yeah, who we'll would, you, we'll who would you? Let's have some names, boys. Let's have some. Yeah, because well, like, yeah, I'm we'll I'm
3: struggling a bit. Well, yeah, well, we'll have I have down here very highly rated Stephen Schumacher. Yeah. Down here in Plymouth, who's done quite oh, fantastic okay, yeah. with Plymouth
2: Argo.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: Liam Manning is another one I think has been mentioned at uh, MK Dons. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Schumacher has seriously he has done wonders. Don't you? he was like the Callum
0: Davidson to Gary Rowett when yeah when Ryan, Ryan Lowe yeah. here. I mean, but, but he wouldn't said... realistically come though, would he Neil? I mean, Plymouth are flying; they're top of the league. Would he? Come? I mean, it's not realistic to expect somebody like Stephen Schumacher to to leave a team like Plymouth who are going great guns. Mate, if you have you ever been to Plymouth? <laughs> <laughs> it's a job I wasn't there very long, though.
4: I think it's been proven with uh, the guy from Forest Green who went to Watford. Um, yeah, Rob Edwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll literally jump at a job at the Championship because you know you're 46 games away from the big time. And once you've got a team promoted from the Championship into, into the Premier League, you get on that cycle of managers who are just hired regardless of how badly they did in their last job. Slaven, the one thing comes will... to mind, so does Karenka, uh, who's the other guy who's just gone... Um, Marco Silva was terrible at times, um, still got a job, all right, doing well now, but has had bad times in his career. I generally think that Chris Wilder, and I know that Wilder... Uh, Wilder has been damaged by Middlesbrough, and I do think we through the whole scenario that I generally believe that he is the type of manager that we should be looking at. Whether he wants to come to me or I don't know, but I would I would say that he's not going to be in that top tier of people who are out of work now because of what happened at Middlesbrough. And you know, I I think what he done at Sheffield United, what he done at Northampton speaks for itself. Yes, he got relegated with Sheffield United. I think he was asked to get sacked. To be fair, but it is what it is. And it's a
2: question really question OHS. I mean, we've said loads of times, so there's nothing new in this in this point. Uh, Millwall and John Berkelson, this let's this, this be specific, are not sacking. He's not a sacking club. I mean, it, you have to be really driven oh, no, to like... it on, on, on an Ian Holloway-style level. Um, yeah. You know, And we're, so we're talking about fairly extreme, fairly, very toxic situations like that. Um, I don't think John Berylson who, who seems to value loyalty very, very highly, both, he asks it, and, and I think, for the most part, he gets it from his manager, okay. certainly to date. Um, it will also be an expensive project to get rid of Gary Rave. He's not long signed a new contract. Who knows what's what's in there in terms of payday if if the club want to get rid of him. Um, so it's, it's, there's also the financial aspect that Millwall will not want to be spending. So unless Gary Rave presents us with a fate accompli and says right, my agent's got me a brilliant job at West Brom. You know, um, thanks Let's a lot.
4: Hope. Let's hope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Harry's going yeah. to run me up there. Up the yeah, M1. well, I know we
3: mentioned Schumacher. The one thing, yeah, the one thing the Chairman Hallett said down here, because I think he was linked with Sheffield Wednesday the other week, was that he can make mistakes and he is very much a manager. I think he took over in December.
2: Right.
3: So he's within his first year. Yeah. But that's the kind of manager I think we ought to be looking at rather than. Somebody like Wilder because Wilder, let's face it, he was given he he was given some money to spend. Although he did actually bring a lot of
4: money in at Middlesbrough, didn't he? Didn't they sell twenty five million pounds worth of players in the summer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they got they were as close as we were last season, weren't they? They, they had a chance on the last hmm. day as well. Um, and I, I I just think maybe yeah. That's... But would he want too much? Would he want? More in the way of resources
3: that
2: we're willing to give. Well, didn't you? Didn't you say the rumours about Wilder at um, at uh, Middlesbrough were that he was wanting more resources? Now, I mean, I don't know how much yeah. how much yeah, truth we can so. put on that.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think I was listening to Jordan and White yeah. on Talk Sport and I think they mentioned it on there.
2: Wanting money, I mean, if, he's, if if anyone that wants money, they're going to come to the wrong club at Millwall, aren't they? I mean, that's that's um,
4: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. When you when you spend when you spend the money that we spend on shit, yeah, I suppose it's <laughs> <like, there's laughs> not really a lot left <laughs> to go around, is there? Yeah, but we're a project, aren't we? George. Yeah, George, we George, seem to George be Evan, a project. A, George, every time George Evans comes on, I think about the five grand a week minimum that is in wages, and what what that's worth compared to. One of the under twenty ones being attached to the first team squad, but you know, let's let's moan about the budgets. Let's not let's not address the yeah, well, every
3: manager wastes money. Let's be honest.
2: Do we think we need a better number two than Adam Barrett? You know, very defensive setup. I think I think the support the support the, the 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 uh, the backroom staff the uh, the coaching I mean we, how many times have, have we said on our show Neil and Harry about yeah, defensive defensive minded coaching and we're not not looking good going forwards we need that kind of thing so I, I don't know enough about Adam Barrett he seems like a very pleasant bloke the only time I've ever met him but I'm not sure you want so Within many attacking
3: brain on there yeah well yeah, that is that is evident that everybody on there Rabbit was a defender Paul Robinson was a defender. Adam Barrett was a defender, and then if you look at the other, Paul Robinson was a defender. I think the only, I think the only attacker on the coaching staff is Kevin Nugent, yeah. who was a striker with Orient and uh, and uh, Plymouth and one or two other clubs. But they definitely need some kind of attacking,
2: some attacking now of some no, sort. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is where so would, we're falling short. Yeah.
3: So, would we not step up Kevin Nugent with what he's doing with the under twenty threes at the moment? They're flying.
2: Kevin Nugent, just to just to put this into the mix, would be the very Millwall option. Not only because yeah. um, he's doing well with the under twenty ones, he'd be very cheap as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I tell tell you what, the quick save many. <laughs> so, yeah, I can tell if you now, was they, to go. Yeah,
3: I would not be against giving Kevin Nugent the job. At least until the World Cup. At least till you have a few weeks to look, because by the looks of things, that under twenty-one play a really nice style of football. Yeah, and he's got some very good young players in there,
2: and a very different style of football to what we've seen um, in the first team. I mean, they, they were they were much more creative on the ball. With a little bit, I saw the other. Daniel, when we were watching the YouTube feed, I'm the only time I've seen the the under twenty ones, but they do try and play the ball around, and it just felt different to what we've seen so far this season, particularly with from the first team. So it's quite odd to have a, a marked contrast in the approach between the twenty ones and the first team, because you'd think they would link in more. But, Mr um, AP
4: is trying to um, is trying to have permission to speak.
2: I've invited uh, him. I've invited. Him.
4: I've, invite,
2: I've invited him. I've invited again. I, I, the reason I invited Aaron is because I thought we did need a bit of professional help. I <laughs> <laughs> he
4: was sitting in Freddie Nesta, and like he had a crazed lunatic call him, and I, I'd been mean, obviously back in the day when we'd done the Love Sport thing. Yeah, we'd have that the Aaron Aaron sitting across the desk from you, and you yeah. get when you had a caller no one knew. Just you see the look of fear. That this is live radio and it can go badly wrong. I'll
2: and tell, tell sure you what, um, especially
4: at Millwall. Yeah, I, absolutely.
2: Always, always admired Aaron because um, a, it's live radio. This is live radio in a sense. I mean, on in I've asked him. He's got, on. I've got an invite, outstanding. I've asked it. I've sent it again. So I'm hoping that we'll get Aaron on because it'll bring some professional kind of quality to it. Because there are times when you're doing this and you feel like you're just yabbing away with nothing in your head. All you're trying to do is talk with nothing in your head to say. And Aaron, Aaron has this ability, and
0: I really take my hat off to
2: those that do this well, to talk and sound like they're, they're really intelligent, even though there may well be nothing in their head at that precise moment. So,
0: Can I ask another question or we'll throw another thing in? Yeah. Go ahead. Go for it, mate. Would you send Cresswell back in January and bring Alex Mitchell back from St. Johnston? No. <laughs> why not? That, is, that, that was quick. That was, a that real, was quick, Neil. You
3: want me to tell you why?
2: Yeah, because Please. I
3: think Alex Mitchell would be better off getting a full season in Scotland rather than coming back to Millwall and making up the numbers and being sat on the bench and maybe getting 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. That's my thinking behind it. Yeah, well, fair enough, if you want to send Cresswell back, I don't Chris think we we'll, I don't yeah. think
2: it'll be us sending Cresswell back, lovey. Yeah, no. <clears> I think he yeah, may... no. It
3: will be because there's no recall clause. We get. Is that right? We don't claim.
0: There's yeah. an emergency recall clause by them. I think, isn't it? I think they can yeah. call him back if they need no, him. That's def- what
3: I would do. Yeah, well, that would be my personal thing. Would be I wouldn't recall Mitchell. I think it would do Mitchell better spending a full season in the third world.
2: <laughs> well, things got
0: really bad. You, know, you can send him down to Plymouth. <laughs> well, depends
2: depends if the we're game. going to play Cresswell though O'Neill, doesn't it? I mean, I, I don't. At the moment, we've got him for when a We him centre forward. <laughs> no, but at the moment, unless, unless, unless there's something radical that goes on, we're going to be sticking with back four of uh, Danny Mack, um, Murray Wallace. And the old favourites of, of uh, Jake and, and Sean Hutchins in the middle. Now, unless injuries come into, into, into matters, that's probably going to be our first choice back four. Certainly, if results continue to, however they come, you know, however scratchy they come, if we carry on winning um, or getting draws with that back four, I don't see a place for Cresswell. So, um, but it's
3: very interesting that he wouldn't put Cresswell on the bench for the last couple of weeks. Because he said he doesn't
0: fit into the formation. So would Alex Mitchell be the same? Would he not be on the bench? <clears throat> I was thinking more in terms of injuries. I mean, you know, I mean Hutchinson has become very injury prone, and we, you know, Wallace has not had a great season. So we're really quite we're quite low, aren't we? Really on 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 that in that area. Leonard as well is another one who can play there, but yeah. Obviously but the thing is, though, forgetting
4: about the magnificence of George Evans, my dear man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've,
4: I've, I've tried to I've tried to uh, try to forget about George Evans, Harry. If I can, if I'm actually. Oh, I He haunts my fucking sleep.
2: <laughs> I, I think we had the professional uh, voice, the, the what, superstar, that is Aaron Paul? Aaron, Aaron, are you out there, mate? Are, yeah. Are you there?
4: I, I, um, I've just realised
2: oh. it, it doesn't actually work on desktop. Like no, speech. it doesn't. No no. Mobile, mate. Oh, no, no. Yeah, so there you go. I conquered my technical issue. Well, this is oh, why it's been so confusing for me, listeners. It's all on my mobile phone. <laughs> you know? The screen's tiny. Oh, mate, how do you do this for a living, Aaron? I mean, it's, this this well, is. We, we don't use mobile phones. <laughs> 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 yeah, we don't,
3: yeah, we don't use Twitter spaces either. To, oh, to mate. So, but, I, yeah, that. No, so, yeah, yeah, what everybody else think? Come on, about
2: uh, Mitchell. Mitchell, I, I, my, my own view is I don't see us... I'll leave it open for everybody in a, in a moment, but I don't think a place for Cresswell is open as long as that back four stays injury-free, certainly in the centre. Um, And Mitchell, I've not seen enough of him. I hear some very good reports about Mitchell, but um, is that good enough? I don't know. If he, if, if the boy is developing and if he's, if he's looking OK, then I'd sooner have him back at Millwall to, to, to step in if injuries here um but I'm open to open to have a comment put what, what everyone else yeah think? but
3: couldn't you actually keep Murray Wallace because you've actually got three left backs in effect Murray Wallace can play there mm-hmm. you've got Scott Malone and Callum Styles that can go in at left back,
2: yeah yeah, and, and Evans can seriously play in in, yeah. in, in the centre if we really get stuck. I know Harry's And
3: Ryan Leonard can actually play in two or three positions if he uh, yeah, but if he gets over his ripped hamstring or whatever he's got at the moment.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just think that um you know, Cresswell, I just don't see where he's fitting in at the moment because unless Gary Rowett decides that the back four is is gonna go back on the on the road not away from the road from Damascus and back to the old one and bring back the three-man central defenders, because that's, that's the only way that Cresswell really fits in.
3: I'd quite like to see Cresswell in a flat-back four, actually. I think that was half of the problem.
2: Just on a side note, um, Harry was talking about route potentially going to West Brom. Um, from what I understand, the, Carlos Corbran, the former Huddersfield manager, is their number one target, and he's in conversation with them at the moment. So, right. yeah, sorry. Harry. Oh God.
4: Yeah, no. So, well, Harry... Thanks, mate. Thanks Turn, turn your so engine way, off, Harry. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's All right, It's all right. We can. Uh, yeah, we'll again. <laughs> there'll, there'll be another load of Midlands jobs that will come available. We've
2: been we've been slating we've been slating Gary Rarett one way and the other. Um, for good reason, some might say. So. But there are positives because we do have players. Um, I'm talking about uh, Zian Fleming. I'm actually talking about Andreas Vogelsammer as well up front, who I think looks really promising if he's played correctly. I mean, the, the shot on the on the guy is a really powerful shot from distance. We've seen it a few times whenever he's taken the field. We saw it Saturday. Um, How
3: Bradshaw missed that on Saturday? Uh... Was, yeah, but it was easier
4: to score than miss, wasn't it?
2: I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure that Bradshaw is. He works hard, but he's not good enough.
4: He's a he's know. a pressing forward in the modern style, isn't he? He doesn't. He sort of is there to run at defenders and tire him out before someone better comes on. <laughs> and That's kind of his role at the club. Um, which I, I think he tries. I think he tries. You can't turn around and say he doesn't. Don't, no. Often. No. No.
2: He's a very He's, quite, a,
4: he's quite. He think, he's quite unlucky in the sense that he. He scores goals in bunches when he scores and then inevitably gets injured and stops his run, and then seems to take a long time to get sort of match fitness and match sharpness. Um, well, at least it does for me. Um, he's bloody, I, I'd
3: still... you know, he's bloody tried me in the last two games, I must admit.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'd rather, um. I'd rather play Bradshaw than Benica Fumble, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Career in journalism beckons for you, Harry, with those oh, kinds of puns, God mate. Almighty. Oh, dear. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I,
3: where's the lawyer? Yeah, but is he still in?
2: Yeah, I'm still here, but. Um, oh,
0: thank
3: God
0: for that. Would you <laughs> rather play than Benica Fumble? Benica Fumble. No, it's. Um,
2: oh, I don't know. I think Benica Fumble. Kef- I'm going to get that name in my head now, Benica Fumble. <laughs> Benigafobe. Um I think he remains our first-choice striker, although I would like to see Vogelsammer give him a go in that central role. Absolutely. Uh, because he just looks he looks the most you know, dangerous striker we've got in terms of willing to, willingness to have a go from distance. I mean, Fleming's great talent also is the confidence to take on risky shots that might balloon or go and hit the corner flag, but the willingness to keep at it and keep taking on these spectacular moments, I think... Um, it, I mean, it speaks volumes for the boys. I think he's, he's a he's a potential star. Someone said to me in, the, in a private message the other day, he won't be at Millwall for long as we'll sell him.
4: No, that's uh, right. That's right. <laughs> in the end of the season, he'll be on his way. He'll be on his way to some Premier League promoted club. And um, yeah, what, for about 15, 20 million if he gets sort of 10, 15 goals. You just yeah, but if that's you, the thing. We cannot remember, afford Saville to hang on. For, to him. No, we... Savile went for what eight million quid off ten goals, didn't he? Was that yeah. it, to Middlesbrough? So, we what, cannot afford to hang on to him like we did with, with uh, Judas Jed. Judas <laughs> Jed? <Yeah. Shit. laughs> he's still going
3: You know what? They're still going to
4: finish in front of us. I love oh, how everyone's like going, oh, yeah, look at them. They're terrible. They're, they're still going to finish in front of us. Yeah,
3: no, well, us, I don't like. mind what he's done. He's done what he's done for, yeah, for, his, uh, for his long-term future. I don't begrudge him that. I just begrudge the way that that they went about it, they could actually have said a long time before, yeah, he's going. And I would have said, yeah, fair
2: enough. You you mean Jed Wallace could have said that, or his uh, his people?
4: I wonder if Jed wanted to say it and Gary Rowick didn't want to let him say it. Old PR gal, you know anything for a bit of five minutes on Sky to chat shit it's um, exactly what he wants. Come off the face, James. Oh, oh, dear. I, off the face, James. I still think it's a travesty that you have to pay to listen to his interview. I, I, think, I think if you sat through 90 minutes of a nil-nil draw on a Tuesday night in the middle of winter and you have to pay to listen to your manager's thoughts of why the back five was was uh, Fire and Ice, as he called it. You know, I think it's a bit of a bit of a slap in the face. Yeah, but you're paying it because, you know, he said Fire and Ice. Oh, yeah,
2: oh dear. It, yeah.
4: a, song, a song of mediocrity by Gary Rowley. Well,
2: I'll tell you what, it's been an experience doing this live radio malarkey. Aaron, I don't know how you do it for a living. I know you have a production crew and, and proper gear, and you're not doing it on your mobile phone, but... Mm. Oh, blimey. It yeah, if me...
3: anybody's got a point to make... Yeah, well, just send us a message. I think there's a message
2: function in the bottom, isn't there? Well, I've slowly but surely stumbled around the um, the commands <laughs> of this thing as the call's gone along. So I'm hoping that it's not quite as chaotic as it might have started out. It's great to have everyone that's joined the call. Yeah, thanks, and, Nick. And bring, and bring a little bit of um, professional direction, because we actually did just do this as a tester. Uh, with no notes, no nothing, <laughs> no, no no discussion points, just like Neil Neil and I were going to just give it a try and see what happens, and then suddenly we had an audience. So um, I think it's probably time to wrap it up, boys. Um, so I just want to say thank you to everyone for joining this chaotic, chaotic <laughs> experience tonight. Um,
3: Put that out as a podcast Nick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a I'm going
2: to edit it because um, again, this, this <laughs> is know, all, this, cheers, this, this is this is a tryout. <laughs> uh, but the intention was that Neil and I were going to do our, our something for the weekend show. We might do it Thursday night, but next I want to prep for it and I want to have something that we can look at while we're talking and I want to try and uh, restrict the number of speakers all at once. Cause that's another thing that I, I did. I, I allowed everyone to talk, um, but I think it wasn't too chaotic in the end. So I just want to say thank you to everybody. Um, yeah. And I, th- I think it's probably time to say Riva Dirti Mill. What do you think chaps? And
0: bye for now. Bye for now. Thanks Nick. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, despite the anarchy, I really enjoyed it.
2: <laughs> thank you very much. Thank, you, thank you, H. Thank you, bye. Aaron. Thank you. All right. all right. Bye bye.
3: Cheers,
1: everyone. Achtung. Millwall.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.